What's going on guys? Welcome back to Network Chuck. Um, I've got someone here with a little bit of a smaller beard. Um, everyone say hi to my brother Cameron. He's been on the channel before and um, you kind of saw him grow up in the Cisco world, right? Like yeah. you got your A+, then your CCENT, then your CCNA. Yeah. And now we're talking about the AWS. Um, real quick, guys, let me know if you can hear me and um, we'll get going. But first we gotta have coffee. Anybody got your coffee here? Um, I'm sad to say my brother does not drink coffee anymore. Not anymore. He used to work at Starbucks, followed in my footsteps a bit, um, but now he, what, what do you drink now? I drink tea. No, I want you to go hang out with David Bomble. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about AWS. We're talking about the associate, their, their naming scheme is way too long. I realized as I was typing out the title and doing the thumbnail, I'm like, why can't it just be something super simple? It's ridiculous. But anyways, so you recently passed the AWS Solutions Architect Associate Exam. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, I want to get into first, why in the world? Because you have your CCNA. Right. And, um, and wh what are you currently doing now in a job? I do a lot of wireless. So you got, so you got your CCNA, and I, it was like within, what, a couple months, three months that you got your first network engineer job? Yeah, I had an interview within a month. I was contacted by a recruiter over LinkedIn and then had an interview, had some HR problems, but I've been about two and a half months I was in a networking position. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. And it just goes to show you, if you really put in the work and you know how to market yourself, you can get a job pretty quick and, and get the job you want. Um, you have been doing help desk for like a year about? A little under a year. A little under a year. Oh, by the way, um, if you see that that thing above my head, $5 for a fog machine. I'll give you a little taste right now, but uh, you could probably smoke us out. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Anyways, $5 super chat. I'll keep pressing it until, there's no ventilation here, so we'll probably end up dying. There's no fans or anything. We'll end up dying. Um, oh, someone's got their beer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I have to know. You've got your CCNA. You're doing wireless, which you hate. <laughs> um, but why cloud? Um, why didn't you go for your CCMP? Why didn't you go further down the Cisco track? Why did you decide to go AWS? I, the reason I didn't go for my CCMP was I, I sat and contemplated on it for a while. I thought that maybe I could go for a different CCNA, a different track. I thought about going for like the CCNA security. That seemed like a good idea. Um, but really, I spoke with a lot of guys that I worked with and they told me the CCMP wasn't worth as much as it was before, whenever they, whenever they had gotten it. Don't listen to those guys, they're liars. Well, so, well, so well, why do you think they said that? Why, why do you think they said the CCMP wasn't as valuable as, let's say, what you got, the AWS Solutions, blah, 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 exam? <laughs> I don't know, if I had to think about it, it was because there's so many people that have this, this long-term sage knowledge from networking, they can almost teach you it on the job, rather than you trying to go for a cert for it. Because I've learned a lot just from studying them and working with them on how to do a lot of the things I do today. Well, that's true. Like when you're on the job, you learn so many things that are like, even if you just have your CSINT, you'll learn yeah. things that are CCNA, CCMP, CCIE level that you do on a daily basis. So on the job training is incredible. Um, but as far as the AWS certification, uh, we'll get into what you used to, right. to get your certification, the training and, um, and how long it took you and everything. But first we have to know, how hard was it compared to, let's say, the CCNA? I would, I would say, honestly, I studied a lot longer for my CCNA than I did for the AWS exam. 
but I would say that that test was equally as hard, if not harder. It really? Was, it was a pretty hard test. Huh. Okay. It was, it was a lot of reading. It was a lot of really in-depth theory, whereas the CCNA, they give you a lot of practical examples, or they do the same thing in the AWS exam, but it's a lot of reading, and there's a lot of different boxes you got to check before you make a decision. Huh. Um, do you think it's just because of the layout of the exam that made it harder? Like it's because that this is your first like, I guess associate level exam that's been outside of Cisco, right? Yeah, yeah, because A plus was really low level, so yeah, it's my first associate level outside of Cisco. And um, like, because CCNA, it's it's going to be pretty focused. It's going to be focused on networking. Um, AWS has to be a bit more broad. It has to go beyond networking and you go into virtualization, you have to go into storage. Do you think having to kind of absorb those tasks maybe made it harder? Yeah, for sure. The The variety of ta the variety of things you had to learn for the test was daunting at first because you could be asked a question about databases, then asked about computing. and But then, of course, if they're networking in there, but that part was really easy because I already had a pretty good foundation in that. <laughs> but everything else was... Interesting. I have experience with working with like Windows and Linux, but whenever they throw in like enterprise Windows and Linux and why should you choose this? Why should you, what's, which one's more redundant? How do you scale? And then it's like, okay, that's a lot of questions. Yeah. And I, I could see it being difficult for you. Um, just because you don't have a lot of enterprise IT experience. Like right. you haven't really worked on Windows Server very much. Right. Or you really haven't worked on Linux and in, in, in on-prem. On so having to learn what you're supposed to do from that to the cloud can be kind of troublesome. And that and that's kind of like, that was an issue I had going to Azure. I have had um, a little bit of enterprise experience on the Windows Server side, but not like a crazy amount. I was very weak on storage. Um, oh, we got a new member, Twan, uh, Twan Tran. That deserves some fog. Let's give him some fog. You ready? Got my zombie pals back here. All right. Welcome to the team. <laughs> Anyways, um, serious. If you guys, uh, uh, we'll um, we'll get your, we'll get your questions answered afterwards as well. So uh, keep asking those questions. Um, where were we? I got, I'm kind of foggy. You were talking about <laughs> you were talking about your experiences and how it was difficult going to Azure. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, that that's the big thing is it's going for, going from CCNA to, to cloud is is going to be difficult because you're having to learn all those complementary skills. Um, I think someone asked me last week on the stream. They asked me, um, uh, "What skills do I need to go into the cloud?" What and it's hard to answer that question because you kind of just have to be a kind of a jack of all trades. I think if you're strong in networking. You're gonna you're gonna be great in the cloud. You'll definitely be skilled in the networking path, but you can't leave those other skills to the side. You're gonna to have to know a bit about storage. Yeah. Um, now, do you see yourself? Now, first, I have to ask, what's next for you? Are you gonna to go to the professional? Are you gonna to go to any kind of networking specialties at AWS? I I haven't decided yet. I'm still kind of looking around. I know that the big thing for right now is uh, DevOps. So I've been really working on my coding. Um, cloud formation templates and uh, Lambda functions for <laughs> AWS. There's a lot. <laughs> it sounds like you could be either be talking about something with AWS or Star Trek. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a whole bunch you can do. Uh, oh, look, your wife just gave us a super chat. That's my money, guys. That's her money. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. That was a little bit, though. You only gave me 99 cents. <laughs> but... Uh, 
yeah, there's there's just so much to do in the cloud, and they they put out new stuff every week, every day. There's always something new, always some new service you can learn. So it's kind of trying to figure out which way to go is kind of difficult. So I'm just kind of looking at what's out there, what's the most valuable. And right now, it kind of looks like DevOps is the most valuable right now. Now, I want, I want to circle back to why you decided to go down the AWS path. Because um, I remember we were talking, right? And you were you were asking me, hey, what do I do? Do I do I get my CCNA wireless? <laughs> which you shouldn't now. Um, do I get my CCNP wireless? Uh, should I double down on that? Which I told you to and you didn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. I still think you kind of should. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but then you're like, all of our infrastructure at, at our job right now, is moving to the cloud, right? Like a lot of it, right? Like, yeah, like we, you have like skeleton data centers. Yeah, we have a big data center that's whole giant rooms have been cleared out, and there's just makes little, me want to cry a little and bit. And there's just little, there's just little isolated silos where some of the servers that, that is so haven't sad. gone to the cloud yet are are sitting at. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, let's look at the light, Johnny. Um, let's go to the cloud. Oh, I thought I saw a super chat. Anyways, um, where was I going with that? I had a really good point. We'll, we'll bring it back here home in a second. <laughs> with the aid of coffee. So you, you decided to go AWS. And um, what, uh, man, where, where was I going with that? You're asking why I decided to do it. Yeah, so you had the big motivation because the company was moving to the cloud. Um, do you see like everything at your company moving to the cloud? Because yeah. you're pretty much doing one of the only on-prem jobs that will kind of be safe, exactly, right? Like yeah. wireless. Right. Um, right. Although you can move your wireless controller up into the cloud, but you still have to manage it, right? You still have to manage the APs, yeah. Um, so, oh, by the way, I do want to cover this too. You have a pretty cool job yeah. where you're at. You don't have to give, yeah. you don't have to give like, too much top secret clearance away, but uh, what are some of the cool aspects of what you do and where you're, where you're at? I, I really get to touch a lot of everything. Uh you're not necessarily siloed into one one separate section of what your job title says. Like I, I, I have controls now to actually go into the cloud and help them with deploying things in the cloud. So I, I just don't have to sit there and just think about wireless, don't think about cloud. I'm actually allowed to help with the cloud and actually show that I'm interested in it and possibly that may develop into something later. Yeah, so you're, you're actively, and this is, this is gonna be good for a lot of people because um, Let's be honest, guys. The cloud is pretty much going to be the future for a lot of things. Now, there will be larger companies where the cloud doesn't make sense. Um, sometimes. The ones that own the cloud. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our data c- Amazon's like, man, we're not in the cloud anymore. We got all our data centers. Um, actually, I take that back. You know, as, as far as if, if you do the math for a lot of larger companies, um, Microsoft, Amazon can give you a better deal on your servers being up in their cloud than having on-prem. And it's and it's not that it's like storage will be more expensive in the cloud than it will be on prem, but you have to factor in the labor, um, the resiliency, the resiliency. The Seriously, like, I mean, w- with a few clicks, you can have your storage redundant across you know three continents. But uh, to do that uh, on prem, that that's yeah. that's a huge endeavor. That's a lot. Coffee break. So, anyways, um, but you also have a you work at a cool place. Right. You don't have to say where it is, but you get to go to some pretty cool places. Yes. Yes. Can I, you can you divulge any of that or I guess I could say a small amount. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top secret. Don't tell anybody. Just pro- guys promise me you won't tell anyone, okay? So I work for an energy company 
So that actually involves me having to support the infrastructure at a lot of different power plants that vary in different types of generation, all the way from coal all the way up to nuclear. So I and I have access to go to certain places that do these things. Which when you told me that, I'm like, because I never got to do anything that cool. Like I worked in like financial sector, so like the coolest I got was you know helping somebody close a loan or something. Woo! But you like power of the world a little bit and uh, get get to look at cool things. Um, so that that's exciting, and that, that's the cool thing about being in IT and being in technology is, yeah, IT is one sector, but IT touches every sector. So he's working in the energy field and he gets to be around all this cool stuff and learn, you know, complementary skills. When I was working in finance, I had to learn about home loans, <laughs> which is actually helping me now a little bit, but I did not care about that before. Um, so it's kind of cool to have a complementary skill. Yeah. Um, so we'll answer more questions about why go cloud. Um, and don't be scared. Don't let this scare you. Like, yes, a lot of companies move into the cloud. Um, Oh, we got a super chat from one of my favorite guys, William Murray, as promised. And I'll try to read. He said, congrats on passing your certification. Yeah, I can see what he said. Uh, yeah, so I it was... won't stop! <laughs> stop! Yeah, so to answer your question, I would say that my most favorite uh, section to learn with that was definitely in, in the AWS, AWS world was the networking with uh, VPCs and virtual private cloud. And then also a mixture of that was the, just computing was really cool and the way they do it with the auto scaling groups. Um, most difficult, I would probably say um, databases like uh, like DynamoDB and the relational database service. That stuff is difficult. Yeah, because like, I don't care about that. It, it, I, I don't care about <laughs> it at all. But especially uh, whenever you get asked about like the certain like hierarchical tier architectures and how you're supposed to have this connect to a database. And I was like, well, cause and then, that, and then that's, talking about tables and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, I don't understand any of this. Well, it's difficult because like you come from the CCNA world where it's it's pretty hands on. Like it's a lot of hands on stuff. Um, you know and love it, but then going to uh, databases uh, that's kind of delving into more of a programmer role and knowing about that kind of stuff or a DBA role. Yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I didn't like. It. I mean, it's growing on me. Yeah, it it makes you a little bit more um, widespread, but like once you kind of do it. Like once you kind of get like a architect associate level, you I guess once you get that, you can kind of focus in on one particular part that you're good at, like you specialize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of what Cisco's doing now, right? I mean, we have our one base CCNA. When you go to professional level, you have your places you can focus on, whether it be wireless collaboration, um, enterprise routing. So with AWS, uh, what what are the other options we have? Uh, so for just the associate track, you can do the uh, architect, and then you can do the developer and then the sysops administrator. Uh, and then for the professional levels, you can go to the architect professional, and then uh, the, the sysops and the developer merge together to be the DevOps engineer professional. Mm. And then you have the different specialties, which are advanced networking, machine learning, Alexa skill builder, um, security specialty, and big data specialty. Dang. So there's a lot you can do. That's a lot. Yeah. So w would you see yourself going down the uh, advanced networking, you think? I've looked into it. Uh, that was definitely the one I wanted to do. Um, not sure about it. I'd, I've heard it's one of the most difficult out of the uh, certifications, though. Mm. Close up to the architect professional being the hardest. So w would you say that, um, this might be kind of hard to answer, but would you say that having the AWS, is there, is there an acronym for this one? 
CSAA. <laughs> that's that's harder. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the AWS CSAA. The Certified Solutions Architect Associate. That is stupid. AWS <laughs> fix your stuff. Um, would you say that's more valuable than the CCNA right now? Is that more valuable? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you think that's just because it's it's more rare, or that it's just plain the skills are better? I would I would say that it's m more valuable because. It is more rare because I would say it's definitely a newer certification, and um, I, I would I would say it makes you very broad. I wouldn't say it really like specializes like the CCNA kind of does, like routing and switching. It's uh, it's more broad, but that's kind of what they're looking for right now in the market as far as uh, cloud computing and everything. Yeah, I can't tell you how many like when I was doing research on this a while back, um, there are so many jobs out there looking for people who have AWS skills um, to help them migrate. Like there's so many migration jobs out there. Like, oh, you gotta have knowledge of this and this. And you know, what, what I noticed too, is that most of the cloud engineer jobs I see out there, they want you to know about every cloud right. technology. They want you to know Google, Azure, and AWS. Yeah, they want you to know everything. They want you to know everything. Which cause, is Because a lot of them, even my company, we're, we're, very, we're very hardcore AWS, but now we have certain aspects that are becoming Azure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Um, you know, I, I had a video idea. I think we should do it. Let's see what they think. But I think we should um, we should trade places. And we should have a task to where I have to log into AWS, not having touched it ever, and try to configure a virtual machine. And you do the same thing mm -hmm. in Azure and see who does it faster. Okay. And then set up a network and then set up, you know, whatever, whatever. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm producing content for the Azure um, AZ-103, which is the equivalent to the AWS CSA. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Long name. Um, so that, that'd be kind of fun to see. It'd be kind of yeah, fun to do. It'd be interesting. Um, so, okay, let's get to what you did to prepare for this. That's what you guys care about, right? So we, uh, we know that it's important to learn cloud. And a lot of you might be going from CCNA or MCSA or whatever on-prem stuff you're working on to the cloud. What did you use to study? Uh, so luckily, my company actually provided some training from uh, A Cloud Guru. And that that was very 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 good training. I actually really I really liked those courses. the the way the way that they they always update their videos. So even if like you're in the middle of the year and it's not like a new test, they'll go through and update certain videos depending on what has changed. Because the the creator of the course, I believe, is Ryan Krudenberg. He'll go back and he'll go and take the architect associate several times a year, and he'll go back mm. and update the test questions and the videos from what he saw on the test whenever he took it that time. So it's always nice that it's up to date because unlike the CCNA, there's not a, there's not a set like point to point what's going to be on the test. All they have is five points and they're very broad. So you kind of have to guess what's going to be on there. And a lot of people go and take the test over and over again to really help you prepare for it. Um, but then for practice tests, I use uh, Wiz Labs and those are really, really good. Uh, after researching on the internet, those are the ones that I could find that people said was the closest to the difficulty on the test. Because I tried some that were really, really hard, like professional level, and some were just super, super easy. But Wiz mm -hmm. Labs was a good in the middle to high of difficulty. And I could definitely say those really reflected what the test was like. And by the way, both of those resources you can check out at the links below. Um, just to touch on the A-Cloud Guru stuff, normally that course on, um, you, you can go to their site and get it, or you can go on Udemy and get it. Normally on Udemy, it's about 200 bucks. Right now they're doing a sale, so a link below. Depending on where you are, it's about $10 or around $20, which is a steal. So even if you're thinking about AWS in the future, 
now's the time. Uh, I'll go grab that, so link below. Um, and then Wiz Labs, I never heard of that. Uh oh, we got a super chat. Time to smoke it up in here. Here we go. Thanks a lot, Otuzu, Ahutu. And uh, they, they even do uh, Azure, Google Cloud, and they do a lot of coding things as well, and Linux too. They, 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 do, they do a lot of stuff on um, A Club Guru. <laughs> Thank you, zombie friends. Okay, uh, he said, I'm thinking of taking the AWS after ICND2. What foundational knowledge do you think I need to have to pass the exam? Is networking knowledge enough? Great question for you because you did this exact same path. Yeah. Uh, I, I, would, I wouldn't say that networking is enough. I would say that a big chunk of the test is definitely basic networking. Or they're going to ask you, like, what's what's this port number? And it's, you're going to know that by the back of your hand by the time you finish the ICND2. Mm -hmm. So th there's definitely a lot of things that from the CCNA, I could definitely pull over to the CSAA. So it, it, it takes off probably about 25 to 30% of the tests right there. If you're good at networking and you kind of learn their buzzwords for it, like internet gateways and NAT gateways and stuff like that. Once you learn that, it'll translate right into your networking knowledge, but there's still a lot you have to learn other than networking knowledge to pass it. Now, do you think, um, so I, I think he's kind of asking, uh, what do you need any blah blah easy for me to say do you need any prerequisite knowledge to come into the aws solutions architect blah 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 blah, or do they teach you all that knowledge within the exam it's it's kind of hard to say because i'm not really sure what i kind of learned on the way from like my a plus or mm -hmm. from the ccna that may have wrapped that curse of knowledge yeah like i know that if you for some reason didn't know what an ssd was or just certain types of storage maybe if you didn't oh, know what crap. that was get on super chat hold on Ooh. Oh, it's been charged up. Here we go. <laughs> and a new member too. And a new member? Okay, I'll get you in a second. Oh, I can't even see the screen. <laughs> so, Atuzo uh, Ahutu, to finish off, um, so there, there will be things that maybe you have to study up on. Um, and, and that you have to bring to the table. So networking, you'll, you'll be golden on. But as far as like servers, storage, um, SQL databases and stuff, um, I th did did Acal Guru bring a lot of the prerequisite knowledge into it? Cause like I know like when I'm teaching Azure, I'll try. I won't assume that you know anything about what I'm talking about. I'll try to include like, okay, by the way, this is an SSD. It's a solid state hard drive. It's gonna be more expensive than the hard disk drive, which is you know, uh, magnetic disks. So I try to it, explain. Yeah, that. they they do mention that, but I I wouldn't say that. Um, I wouldn't say that they dive that deep into it. I would say they stay at a pretty high level to kind of assume you already have some IT experience. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know that you can look at their courses whenever you're about to walk through them, and they have a bunch of recommended prerequisite knowledge before mm. you before you go through their courses to, in order to prepare for that exam. Yeah, because like when you think about it, when you're learning the cloud, you're just learning where to put you should already know in a different place. Right. Like you should know servers because that, that's what it is, and you're gonna have to put it up there, and you have to learn the differences between that and on-prem. I think it, along the way, like if. I'm speaking for Azure or AWS, not even knowing what's going on. I'm speaking for Azure because uh, Azure's awesome. But I, th I think it should pretty much be the same. Um, so, Michael Davenport, let me uh, give you some fog. <coughs> <laughs> Woo! Smoky. Yes, it is. All right, we're talking about clouds here. We're, we're in the cloud! <laughs> We're not. We're not getting high. I realize that if you may be tuning in right now, no, we're not smoking anything. This is a zombie heads. Yes, yeah, coming. This is all pure Halloween fun. <laughs> it's coming from my uh, decapitated heads over here, dismembered heads. Um, oh, we didn't answer uh, Ryo's question. 
Uh, jobs hire with just AWS Azure certs, assuming including the knowledge skills on the test. And that's a question. I've seen people list those as nice things rather than required. Um, so I guess he's asking, can you get hired on a job with just AWS or Azure certs? Um, uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, it's, it's like with me and my uh, CCNA, I had no actual networking experience, but I got lucky that a company was actually looking for people that had no experience and they wanted somebody just brand new, fresh, but had the knowledge. And then I could also say that's happened with the cloud team at my company. They've hired people just fresh out of college with no IT experience and we're like, okay, we think we can build you up from scratch. So mm. it just kind of depends. You might find a company that wants somebody with two to five. You might find someone that wants somebody from zero to two. You just you never know. But I can definitely tell you that it's possible. Yeah, I remember um, before I even thought about doing AWS search. And this is like back when like this was still getting hot, probably about five years ago. Um, Amazon had a, an office right here in Dallas. They still do, I believe. Yeah, they do. They were hiring uh, just network engineers. They don't care if you knew about cloud. They were hiring network engineers like crazy because they, they knew they could just teach you the cloud stuff once you come on. They wanted you to support their, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you to support their cloud um, their cloud offerings for the customers from the network perspective. Um, so I think, the, again, I think the cloud is a complementary skill to what you should already have. Um, to Cameron's point that they're hiring people right out of college, um, uh, yeah, I, th I think it's, it's, it's just going to be a complementary skill. Um, if you just decide without any IT experience at all to start learning cloud right now, I think you might have a hard time. You might have a hard time. Yeah, you may have a little bit of a harder time, but I'm not going to say it's impossible. It's, uh, it's definitely, if you have a base knowledge like that, it's better than nothing. It can definitely build you up from there too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, another super chat. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Anthony. we go. All right, we are we are in the cloud. Does the solutions architect exam cover monitoring or just config? It covers both. There, there is um, monitoring is very important in the cloud. Uh, and luckily, a lot of the providers have that built in. Uh, I would say with AWS it's called CloudWatch. Uh, and that is used to monitor a lot of different things that are done in the cloud. You can even use certain things to trigger off of CloudWatch. Like I'd say if you have a, an instance that goes down, you can have a health check that uses CloudWatch to check on that instance. If it goes down, it'll scale to another one. So it's very important to understand the monitoring. Yeah, that's what I, I've noticed about the, um, the cloud is that all the solutions um, that you would have to work really hard to make happen on-prem are baked into the cloud. So monitoring, you'd have to go out and find a pretty great monitoring solution or pay out the nose for a vendor monitoring solution like Cisco's or Microsoft's. But as far as the cloud goes, like Azure has their own monitoring solution. You can even use Azure's monitoring solution to monitor AWS's monitoring solution. And I know it's probably vice yeah, versa you, too. You can, you can create your own custom metrics that allow you to monitor things. You don't actually need their help to actually monitor. Yeah, what I've been noticing is that they're trying to help you, and then this, I can't even see the camera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to help you migrate to the cloud. So like their monitoring solutions in the cloud, they monitor both on-prem and cloud um, stuff. Yeah, they, they monitor multi-cloud stuff. So you can manage your entire, I, mean, I don't know, I can't say entire, but you can manage all of AWS with Azure. So you really don't even need AWS. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I, I, will, I will go for my AWS certification just to, just to see what the, the devil's like. Yeah, that's better. Oh, man. Um, so I want to know, how long did it take you 
to do your AWS cert. Now that's, it's not as cut and dry as like saying going for CSAN or CCNA because you had a lot of prerequisite knowledge coming yeah, into it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say all of my certifications were kind of a weird timeline for me. Um, Cause I, before I started actually focusing on going for the certification, I had kind of gone back and forth saying, like, do, I, do I actually want to go for it? So I'd study for maybe a week and then stop and start again. Do you guys ever do that? Like, do you go back and forth on what you want to do? Like, especially getting your CCNA, like when you're done, you're like, oh, what next? I want to go collaboration. I'm going to go wireless. I want to go Microsoft. I want to go Linux. Yeah. You like, bounce around. It drives me nuts. And then finally one day I was like, you know what? This stuff's really valuable. Um, I had talked to a couple of guys at work. Uh, there's actually two other guys that I worked with, and we all just decided, hey, let's get together. Let's all study for it together. And we all just focused, kept each other accountable, all took practice tests together, and we all just kind of sat down and hammered it out. And I think we got it done in about, I would say, about a month and a half to two months. No, that's good. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, and that, that's, that's what I would say for most of the cloud search. I mean, if you come in with some prerequisite knowledge, uh, you'll do great. Um, so that, that I guess what we have to tell them now is, what should they already have coming into the AWS or even the Azure certifications? Um, should should they have like an MCSA, CCNA? What was that? The fog machine. Fog machine's growling at us now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely think an MCSA could help. Um, a CompTIA A plus MCSA. I, I think if you have anything that is any type of section from any of those cloud certs. I think you can fill in the rest of the gaps. So if you have something, let's say you're a database guy, but you want to move over to the other parts, you may have really big issues learning the complete opposite of you. Like you may have issues learning networking, but you're a mm -hmm. database guy. Yeah. Or I had, I had issues learning databases because I'm a network guy. Well, you can still fill in those gaps no matter what because I was able to. Yeah, what I've noticed too is um, uh, you're, you're talking about DevOps. I mean, DevOps is like the main, the main selling point of the cloud. Yeah. You can hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The DevOps and everything is really big in the cloud. Because um, they have their own their own solutions. Like, um, I know on-prem you've got like Ansible and you got Jenkins and all these things you have to, yeah. ha all these automation uh, uh, orchestrators. Up in the cloud, they have Azure DevOps. What, what's AWS's? Uh, they use like, they use several things. They have like uh, like cloud deploy co or code deploy, cloud formation for building the templates and mm. Lambda for... Um, all the other stuff. And La functions. Lambda's like their, their serverless... The serverless functions, yeah. Which, okay, by the, the way. Applications, yeah. If you don't know about that, so the, what's cool about the cloud is they're, they're trying to um, kind of abstract or remove the uh, the barrier of having to know about servers, having to know about hard drives and memory and CPU and even virtual machines. They're trying to remove that. So all you do is focus on building your code. So you yeah. just say, I want my code to work. Can I put it up there? And they say, yes, you can. And it just runs. You don't think about server or computer. You just say code, and it does it. Yeah, and and depending on your use case, it can even be significantly cheaper than actually running servers. Um, it's funny, a friend at work just told me today that someone actually built their entire application from servers and then put it into Lambda. It actually cost them way more money. I guess just because it's the kind of the kind of application they put into Lambda. So it's it's good. But you got to do certain use cases with it, so you can't just go all completely serverless because it may mm. not be just for you. Yeah, that makes sense because um, I mean, there, there still is a great selling point to have all your own stuff right. on prem. Um, there are certain compliance things, like you may be in an industry or maybe at a company that you have some really, really strict compliance standards you have to go by, and the cloud may not be there yet. But what I do know is that AWS and Azure both have government um, yeah. uh, data centers dedicated to the government, and um, 
more and more government security clearance type stuff is moving to the cloud because they're they're secure. They're meeting those clearance. Oh, here we go. Thanks, thanks a lot, Tuzu. There we go again. And then back to ACOG Guru. If you go look at their website and everything they have, they are 100% serverless. And they constantly brag about that as well. Which um, I think is blah, very blah, impressive. Blah. And actually, um, CBT Nuggets is also run off um, AWS. In case you were wondering. I thought you would have learned by now. <laughs> we teach both. <laughs> um, so his question, do you think CCNA ha has dropped in value? Because it seems like employers don't value it like they used to. Routing and switching in particular. I, you know, I think it's just because it's been around forever and so many people have it. I, I, would, I would definitely think that. I think that the, I, I, would, I would agree and say that I think it has lost its value. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm excited about the new CCNA that's gonna come out. CCNA Enterprise, I think that completely flips the script. I think it's gonna make it a lot more valuable because it covers a lot more things. Like the fact that they're throwing wireless into that. And security. Is, is really, really big. Because I was... if, if I would have known some more wireless whenever I started this position, I would have been a lot better off. But I had to go and learn it completely from scratch. But I guess knowing all those things from a foundational perspective would have been really, really helpful. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, um, I, I'm peer reviewing um, the CCNA uh, for CBT Nuggets uh, with, because I'm creating it with Keith Barker and Jeremy Char and Anthony Sequeira. Uh, and Keith Barker's doing the security part. And man, I'm just amazed at how much security the CCNA has. Um, I, stuff that really would have been in the CCNA security. Um, it's it's kind of crazy. So I, I, I'm excited about it, like you yeah. said. Um, I think it is... I think it definitely kills the Network Plus. Network Plus, don't even think about that anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a very... I'm sorry very I come bland. to you. I'm sorry. I, I, I appreciate what you guys do. I love your Linux Plus. But uh, Network Plus, the only thing it had going for it before was that it was super broad. Um, so you can get a really good foundation. Yeah. <laughs> but now the CCNA, <laughs> the CCNA is giving you a, ver a great broad perspective. And no, it's not vendor neutral, but so many things are standards now that... It doesn't I mean, matter. Yeah, because I mean, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Even in the enterprise, they're they're ditching EIGRP, aren't they? You don't learn EIGRP and CCNA. Yeah, now that's they're just going completely. It's gone. Completely vendor neutral. All OSPF, baby. I think they even ripped out rip. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Ripped it out. <laughs> Thank you for taking a rip out after I take it. Of course, frame relay has been gone and stuff. Um, so I think we, so we covered <laughs> what. The smoke machine has you guys looking like vape lords. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're on an episode of that 70s show. <laughs> Make the camera turn around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we covered why you went cloud, which makes sense because more and more companies are doing it. I always tell you guys, don't make a decision about certifications based on what's hot. Make it based off of where you're at. If your company values getting the MCSA and they're going to give you a raise if you do that and you'll have a position as a server admin, dude, do that. Um, the reason Cameron went AWS because he, <laughs> their data centers are disappearing. Yeah, <laughs> they're evaporating into the cloud. Man, there's so many analogies. There <laughs> um, there are so many things, and and your your, well, your wireless team is down to just me, you. <laughs> just me. <laughs> so and uh, which is it's never a good place to be to be the only guy responsible for one technology. That means no vacations, and when something goes down, you're it. You're the guy. Right. And, Sucks. And they've definitely my company's put a very very big focus on the cloud and they make a very big deal about it when anyone gets a certification in the cloud like it's not just meant for people that are strictly in uh, like systems administration or networking you have people that are building applications that are getting the certified cloud practitioner 
and everyone from all walks of life is starting to get certified in the cloud. Because you have to have some cloud literacy. Like I, I yeah. did the um, so <laughs> to keep poking fun at AWS, I did the AZ nine hundred course on CBT Analytics, which is the um, complimentary exam to or not complimentary. It's just, it's it's the like exam to yeah. um, the cloud practitioner, and yeah, that that exam is geared towards. Um, business people and people just getting started in the cloud. It could yeah. even be like um, the way I created it. Uh, it could be just your first uh, IT certification. I'll teach you about server stuff. I'll teach you about networking stuff and how it looks in the cloud. So um, yeah, all walks of life is learning cloud. Um, I wanted to finish one thing on the CCNA question. Um, so back to the question, has it lost value? And I think we need to add on to that. Should you still get it coming up? I think the answer is yeah. I, I think the answer is yes, but I would I would study for the new one. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't already liked this video or subscribed or hit that bell icon, do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> do it right now, and um, just do it. But yeah, I, I think I think what's changing now is that it used to be you could have your CCNA, and you're good. Yeah. Now now it's it's going to be CCNA and what else you got? Oh boy, here we go, Nathan Knight. You're welcome. He's supposed to thank me for the content and smoke me out of my house. Thank you, Nathan. Let the zombies vape out. All right. <laughs> okay, it won't stop. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Super Tal asked me, how's the Linux Plus been? Don't ask me about that right now. I'm having to put it on hold for a second because I'm uh, hardcore pursuing the um, or hardcore creating Azure content right now. I'll get back on it in a bit. Uh, someone asked, what's my opinion of Palo Alto? I think it's great. If you work in a company that uses Palo Alto, dive deep. It's great. Um, and Forgive me for saying this, Cisco. In many cases, I prefer Palo Alto to Cisco ASAs. Yeah, we, my entire company uses Palo Altos like crazy. I love it. I My last company I worked at, um, that was the first exposure I had to it and it was that's great. Yeah, Palo Alto is still really big. Don't worry about Palo. Yeah, so um, get your PACSA, MA, ABCDFG, whatever the... UCNSE, uh, <laughs> I think is one of them. <laughs> it's, it's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you go to my Discord, we got people in there who have the Palo Alto certifications. You can tag them and ask them questions about it. Um, I mean, the company has to have something to terminate their uh, VPN tunnels on from AWS. <laughs> hey, you can throw your Palo Altos up into AWS okay. and Azure. Um, that's one thing I'm going to start pursuing a bit more is, um, and what's really cool too, is that you, there, there are Cisco appliances ready to go built yeah. into both AWS and Azure. In fact, like I know a lot of people have trouble with getting um, iOS, right? Like getting the, um, uh, like the viral images. Yeah, the CSR1000B. Like you have to buy a viral to get it. It's about 200 bucks. If you want viral, I'll have a link below. Um but yeah, it's, it's kind of troublesome if you don't want to pay money. But if you go into Azure or AWS, get their free tier, you can quickly just deploy a Cisco iOS, iOS uh, router right now, and you'll have full license. Yeah, you'll, it'll be charged incrementally, um, but if you want to spin it up just for 30 minutes to play with it, you can. It's free. It's awesome. Uh, we got a super chat. Omar, um, I'll give you a, little, a quick little one. <laughs> All right. Ah, oh, won't. Okay. He asked, do you recommend jumping from Network Plus to AWS? Great question. Uh, have you have you seen the uh, the Network Plus objectives in a while? Yeah, I've, I've, I've taken a look at it um, in the past couple of months. I, I wouldn't necessarily say jump 
head in to AWS, I would definitely say look around at it for a while. Um, you may study a little bit longer, uh, but definitely having just a nice fundamental knowledge of networking will help for sure. Um, but really, it's whatever you want to do. If you put your mind into it, you can definitely do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, if you decide to learn AWS or Azure, no matter where where you're at in your walk in IT, um, there's resources out there to to fill the gap. So if you get to like, here's how you put a server in the cloud, and you're like, I don't know what a server is, go Google it. There'll be complimentary training everywhere, especially if you sign up for like a training provider like CBT Nuggets or A Cloud Guru. Um, I don't know if A Cloud Guru will have like the beginner training, but they, yeah, they do. They have, they have like introductions to AWS, introductions to Azure, they have very, very basic stuff. <laughs> you both streaming from the cloud? <laughs> yes, we are. We are streaming from the cloud. We are. Uh, by the way, if you want to support this channel in any way um, for free, um, you can really help me out by using the SolarWinds tools below. Um, tools like Solar Putty, which is like Putty. That's great. I love Solar Putty. Putty on crack, right? Um, it helps my channel out if you use the link below and use Solar Putty for my link or any of the other SolarWinds free tools. So, do me a favor and do that. And um, anyways, shameless plug. Yeah, I have heard um, that Linux Academy is pretty good. They're a bit more expensive for month to month, but they definitely are. I've heard they're really, really in depth. Um, everything Apple Jr. asks, what software do we use to code? What do you use? Um, like, I, like, like the IDE? Yeah. I use PyCharm. PyCharm. I've been using um, VS Code. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people that use VS Code. I've used Atom as like an editor, mm. but I think my favorite one's probably PyCharm. Well, I, I used to use, oh, I forget what it was on the Mac, but I've been more PC lately. So VS Code is awesome because you can use it on Mac, Linux, or, or Windows, of course. Uh, let's see. I guess we're in the question mode now. Yeah. Um, kind of just went into that. Uh, someone said they saw Snoop Dogg back there. Yeah, that's what he looks like now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's old. Um, let's see. Super Tal, you gotta stop spamming, man. <laughs> let's see. We get a lot of questions, guys. So we're just kind of gonna go through it. It's also kind of hard to see through the fog. Yeah. So if you uh, contributed to the fog, it's your fault. So I guess we didn't answer the question. Do you recommend Network Plus? Or yeah, you answered the question. Yeah, I answered that question. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that would be fine, I think. Oh, and also someone asked, um, why do um, should we wait for the new CCNA? or do the current CCNA. Um, that's, that's tough because on paper, if you get your CCNA now, you will also get the new CCNA and who cares, right? Um, as far as the knowledge, yeah, yeah, you, you're gonna miss out on some of the knowledge that the new CCNA will have, but I would tell you to never stop learning and keep going. Um, so right now, what's October, what's the October 7th? February. So November, December, January, February, four months. You can get your CCNA in four months. You can do it. It'll be tough. It'll be tough, no, like no doubt, especially if you're starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, I still recommend the the ICD one, ICD two path instead of doing the cotton composite exam. But you can you can definitely do it. Um, I got resources below, so you can go CBT Nuggets. You can go David Bumble Packet Tracer. Um, as far as a uh, labbing, labbing you can find for free pretty much everywhere. Um, Boson is great though if you just want a all baked in solution. But you can do it. You need a strict schedule, and you can knock it out. Uh, let's see. And Michael, yes, the Cisco CLI analyzer is really good. I actually use that at work. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I love the CLI analyzer. So someone asked um, one of my members, so for learning, um, Safari Books Online or Linux Academy? 
that's that's difficult because um, we're starting to see more and more uh, training kind of existing elsewhere. So like you can find Linux Academy stuff yeah. and a Cloud Guru stuff all on Udemy. Yeah, you can just buy the individual courses. Yeah, yeah. So like I mean, Linux Academy is like forty bucks a month. I think it's fifty bucks a month. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I, you know how I told you I wasn't paying for it. I'm actually paying for it. I forgot it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Linux Academy is pretty pricey, but their videos are, their courses are definitely really beefy. There are some long courses. I think where where the value comes in is they have those labs built into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm all for. I think having an easy lab is great. But I've shown you guys how to get labs for free through other like we've talked about Azure and getting up into the cloud and getting your lab for Linux, CCNA, whatever. You can throw your, cloud, uh, your lab up there for free, and it's it's great. Whew, I feel like I'm in a swamp right now. Yeah. Oh, Mr. William Murray. He he noticed it was getting a little uh, little sparse in here. <laughs> we can actually see you. <laughs> I think we may have made our zombies mad. Oh, never mind. They're good. <laughs> All right. Good going. Okay. He asks something about my uh, my favorite thing. How do you recommend getting started with collaboration after this apocalypse? <laughs> also, just want to see the room smoke up again. You got your wish. Um, man, that's that's hard. What, what Cisco's doing is complicated. <laughs> what Cisco's doing is complicated because. Um, I, I love the fact that they had associate level certs for the, the concentrations. So if you wanted to learn co collaboration, you do your CCNA collaboration. It's your next little baby step, and then you go CCMP. We don't have that anymore. Yeah. Cisco offers um, classes you can sign up for to bridge those gaps, but it's no longer available for self-paced training like it used to be, which I, I kind of hate. Um, so how to get started? Man, I can tell you this much. I will be doing training um, on CBT Nuggets for all the new uh, collaboration stuff for CCMP. Not every concentration, but I'll knock out a few of them. The best ones, like the automation and the, uh, I forget the other one. I know that the, well, the advanced networking one, report for the CCMP enterprise. No, 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 collaboration. Oh, collaboration. We're talking about collaboration, sir, the important stuff. <laughs> now, and, and that's the thing, like enterprise will be the most popular one, without yeah. a doubt. I did, I did a, a survey and everyone's gonna choose enterprise. Most people will anyway. I will do enterprise, um, but the the rare skills, the skills that most people don't go down, you choose those, you'll make a ton of money, and you'll have your pick of a job. That's just how it is. Man, this is crazy. <laughs> so to answer your question, Mr. William Murray, um, it's difficult, but I can tell you the content I'll be creating for CBC Nuggets, I'm going to not, I, I will never assume you know something. I'm going to explain like I, I don't know it, to bring you up to speed on the MP level which I think is the best way to do it. So I recommend just jumping to NP and um, if there's something you don't know, there's gonna be articles, there's gonna be courses out there that'll fill in that gap. The CCNA voice course, the CCNA collaboration courses aren't going anywhere. They're still gonna be there, right? There won't be a certification, but that might be a good starting point. It's just to take the collaboration course for CCNA to bridge that gap to the next uh, point. But it's exciting because like collaboration is changing like crazy. Uh, we're going more cloud-based. Um, or on call, I always call it call manager. We're on CUCM 12 something now. Um, I've heard rumors that they're going to be t putting CUCM on uh, Docker, <laughs> which is crazy. Which, by the way, Docker. Have you started playing with Docker yet at all? Very, very little. Um, but yeah, containers and stuff, that's really big in the cloud as well. Man, it's containers still boggle my mind, and I, I use them routinely, but man, oh, they... Speaking of which, or Provesh, you asked us, does VMware 
have a future with it, like like AWS? I thought I'm making a video about that. That's a great question, and you you're right on track with us. Um, that that's a, I, I don't know because Docker. I think there there will always be a place for VMware. I mean, I know that AWS plays really nice with VMware. I know that for sure. Uh, it's definitely not going anywhere. Um, but I, I don't know how much more you need it with. Well, because the more we see people moving to a, um, a more continuous development environment, a more DevOps culture, which means that you're treating your infrastructure like code, right? Um, yeah, you're going to see more Docker. So I, I think yeah. it's, it's going to be the same thing like cloud. We're still going to have on-prem people, right? That's, that's going to be a thing. And I think the, the phasing from VM to... Oh, um, Oh, Boson! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's a lot of fog, Boson. <laughs> You're just blowing smoke. Ah, <laughs> uh, love you too, Boson. By the way, guys, if you need a labbing software, go use Boson. I'll be using them for my CCMP, which I'll be completing before Apocalypse, God willing. So um, we'll have more videos about, on that. But thanks, Boson. And uh, I feel like I just got to keep this running because that's a big super chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fog. No, I actually refilled it before this session, so okay. we're good. <laughs> uh, and there's no ventilation in here. Yeah, no. You open this, might stop the fire alarms. No, there's no fire. Oh yeah, if I okay, open, open it. it. Yeah, there, there's no ventilation here, so um, we should be good. Uh, yeah, so if you want to use Boson, man, check it out below. It is freaking fantastic. Anyways, we were talking about Docker. Um, Docker, Kubernetes. Yeah, Kubernetes. All, all, all those are big. Yeah, yeah, because like Do Docker, if you don't know what Docker is, you're basically virtualizing your your virtual virtualization. <laughs> <laughs> I have a video on it. It's 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 a lot to explain. But anyways, I'll probably do more stuff on Docker here coming up. But like I've got Docker containers running off my Synology behind me. You can you can run Docker in Windows. You can run Docker in Windows 10. You can run D Docker stuff. It's crazy what you can do, especially in the cloud. You go up to uh, Azure or AWS. They got ready to go Docker containers. So cool. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think it'll be a slow transition. I don't think it's going to be for everyone, but definitely for people who have um, that CICD pipeline they're working with and a more DevOps culture, Docker will rule supreme. Kubernetes will be... I love the name Kubernetes, by the way. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a thing. But yeah, the pipelines for sure. Like CICD pipelines are taking over. And a lot of the cloud services have things built in to assist you with following those pipelines, like with uh, AWS Code Deploy and all that kind of stuff. They have that built in. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, someone asked about PowerShell. Um, PowerShell, if you're in a Windows environment, Azure environment, you're going to reign supreme. Now, I will say this. Um, Azure is realizing that... What the fuck? <coughs> <laughs> oh, he, he took it away. He said, what's with the fog? But then he took it away. Oh, he took it away. Yeah, welcome, Jesse. Uh, oh, vapor. Um, if you if you do a five dollar super chat, we'll smoke out ourselves with a fog machine. Anyways, um, what was I saying? PowerShell. PowerShell. Thank you. I, I need you around more often. <laughs> I go off on tangents. Uh, it's it's getting to where you can just learn Python, and you can pretty much go to any environment and be fine. Because Azure supports Python, um, AWS supports Python. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure, but can you use PowerShell? with AWS? I think in some ways you can. I've never messed with it, but I believe there's a way. Because you can install PowerShell on Linux now. You can use PowerShell pretty much anywhere. Um, so if you're if you're in a Windows environment, it's a no-brainer, dude. Learn PowerShell. 
uh, it's it'll help you so much. I routinely use PowerShell scripts in my Azure course. I switch back and forth between using PowerShell and Azure CLI, which you can use with Bash. Um, but man, it's it's killer. I I had a buddy, uh, Matthew. If you're watching this, hi Matthew. Um, he this is before like uh, network automation was like a big thing. He had created a PowerShell script of all things, PowerShell, to automate um, uh, port security on our switches. <laughs> because our, our we we we, uh, we were both learning our CCMP at the at the same time, and um, he got super excited about learning port security, and decided he's gonna put port security on every one of our switches, <laughs> which um, it can be complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, the help desk was getting call after call after call, people getting their their ports locked out, and we were the only ones who had authority to actually log in and, and uh, unlock the ports. So he created a PowerShell script that would and with a GUI and everything for them to unlock. And that was automation with PowerShell. It's kind of crazy. Network automation of PowerShell. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, let's see. Uh, Yulian of Rivia asked, I'm a network engineer, but do you recommend switching to cloud world if I'm killing it, if I'm liking it more? Uh, I bought Cloud Guru GCP course and it's good. Um, yeah, Google Cloud Professional. Uh, that's definitely, that's a very, very big cert. I think if you go and look up like the most valuable certs, that's definitely, no matter which one you look at, it's going to be in the top five. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you do whatever you like. doesn't matter if you're a network engineer now. doesn't matter if you're a database engineer. If you want to go to the cloud, go study the cloud. Yeah, I mean, I see, like, I see so many people who are, you know, CCIEs or CCMPs, and they just go, oh, I'm going to learn some cloud real quick because I hear so many things about it, and it's only going to help you. It's only going to help you. Um, again, the rule of thumb will always be whatever your company wants you to do, do that. That's where you'll win every single time. If your company is moving to Juniper, forgive me for saying this, but go Juniper. Oh, we got a new member. Chewy Huey Tao. Forgive me for mispronouncing your name. I know I probably did. You earned some fog. (laughs) I'm not sure we can get any thicker in here. Um, Techno Soldier said, uh, "Cloud is good, but DoD or government will maintain private cloud." Um, I, I I think that is true for a lot of a lot of areas in governments, but I think um, Azure and AWS both have a great cloud yeah, infrastructure yeah. for government. Got AWS Gov Cloud, and mm-hmm. uh, it's probably the one with the least amount of features, just because of all of the regulations they have to follow. But it's they're adding those features more and more by the day that are supporting those same um, regulations. Yeah. So just over time, it's going to get more um, developed. Yeah, I talk with people um, who work in the government or are government contractors, and they're constantly looking up. Uh, oh, we got a new member. And then we, my company, even has a, welcome Anthony. Has a very small presence in GovCloud as well. Woo. Oh gosh, gosh. All right, all right. And by the way, if you like fog machines, beards, IT, and coffee, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> I got an Elgato down here. I just like pressing the button. Anyways. Whew. Whew. in the fog. We Man, aren't. It might have to be a, a permanent thing. Oh, look at Anthony. He's already got his, uh, his icon next to his name. Welcome to the team, man. All right, so I think we're, we're reaching pretty much the end of this live stream because we can't breathe. Um, what? Okay, so that channel that just gave that super chat, that's my wife. (laughs) So, honey, you just gave Google some money. (laughs) She wants me out of here so we can leave. 
on for four minutes. Joke's on you. I can't even turn it on anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Joke's on you, honey. So, Road J, uh, it's kind of hard to say how they're structured. Uh, you can easily go to the AWS website, and um, they have some sample questions for you to look at. Because the questions are... What did he ask? He asked, how are the questions structured? It's usually just like a multi... Um, like either multi-answer or just single um, answer question. Um, usually a really long paragraph for you to read. A lot of words that trip you up. See, I, I can't speak for the AWS certification, but I know the, the Azure certification. Oh my gosh, it was probably the most fun I've ever had during an exam because it was so hands-on. It was ridiculous. Like they just logged you into the portal and you were, you were working in Azure on the exam and they graded what you did. Um, we get a super chat from Frizdas, which let's see if the fog machine works. Here we go. Oh yeah, it just took somebody else, not my wife, to do it. <laughs> <coughs> they ask, I'm an IT specialist. Everything I manage is through Meraki. What should I be car car uh, carting in to stay relevant? I have no security experience, but really want to go that route. Dude, uh, Meraki, uh, learn their APIs. Getting to Meraki's big. Getting to network programmability, uh, one of the biggest things on the uh, both the DevNet associate exam and also um, anything you'll learn with the, gosh, it's really thick, the CCMP enterprise, uh, the automation track is gonna be all the different APIs. And uh, one of those. <laughs> Get out of here. That's like a, what is it called? It's like a hookah lounge. Get, out. <laughs> what happened in here? Get out of here, we're answering so, questions. So Hot box, there we go. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying now. That was my wife, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, get me back on track. Meraki API. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, learn, learning the different APIs and learning how to automate Meraki is going to be huge. Meraki is going to be, um, I believe they added the functionality to have Meraki built in with the uh, Cisco DNA center. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Learn Python. Go further into networking. Get your CCNA. Go CCMP. That's what I would do. Um, if you're already working in a, in a Meraki shop, um, what's going to help you is automation. Because Meraki's so auto-centric already. Ed still 974. You don't need to partition your hard, your hard drive. You can install Linux on Windows. That's right. You can. Uh, and people keep like, okay, so I, I showed you guys that. You can install Linux on your Windows um, laptop right now running Windows 10, which is awesome. You can install Kali, Ubuntu, whatever you want. Um, I know there are limitations, but for what I've used it for, I haven't hit any limitations. So I'll make a more dedicated video about running Kali off of it because I wanted to run some attacks off my Windows laptop. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, we got another super chat from Terrence. Thank you, Terrence. Where can I join a community for Security Plus study group? The Discord. The Discord. Uh, Networkshock.com forward slash Discord. I'll hit the button here in a minute when it works. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, we got some folks in there who are... Uh, doing all kinds of stuff. I've got some amazing security folks in my Discord. Um, they're ridiculous. And uh, I will be getting more into hacking here soon. <laughs> what? He says, it, he says, it says I look like Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm not his buddy. I'm his brother. Oh, yeah. This is my <laughs> brother. My uh, small, uh, small bearded brother. Taller brother. <laughs> yeah, but the camera doesn't know that. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. I think we're pretty much at the end here. Oh, I think the, the fog machine's ready. <laughs> Let's just smoke ourselves out. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh. 
smoke. Because people keep donating money. Because we're all about the cloud here on this live stream. <laughs> all about the cloud. So yeah, so to, to sum it up, guys, uh, if you are if you want the TLDR version of what we're talking about, um, should you go AWS? Should you go Azure? At this point, it doesn't matter. Go with what your whatever company you're working with is going for. Maybe even go to Indeed or LinkedIn and do a job search for your area and just simply do how many people are looking for AWS and how many people are looking for Azure. Whatever's bigger, go for that. And um, jumping into Azure or AWS, it's gonna require some complementary skills. You're gonna have to know a little bit about servers, databases, networking. Um, you don't have to know everything because you can learn it along the way, but it will help you if you already have that knowledge. So you know, getting some base level certs, um, some CompTIA certs maybe, definitely CCNA will help you, some MCSA. Uh, but learning cloud, it's it's becoming essential. I mean, it's we, we talked about network programmability becoming a big thing. Now it's the thing. Cloud very much is that too. Um, we're putting our network device appliances, Cisco appliances, Palo Alto, Juniper, all up in the cloud as well. It's only going to get bigger. So get it. So if you need some AWS training, links below. A Cloud Guru um, is what Cameron used to get it. Yep. Um, Ten bucks right now on Udemy. Link below if you use that link it helps me out. And um, pretty much it I can't see <laughs> um, and don't forget the test is not easy it is still a certification test and it's meant to be difficult mm -hmm. so you will have to work and it will take some time yeah uh, don't think of it just like oh I already know networking I want to go up there and, and just try it out no no you have to it's a whole platform it's a whole different thing just because you know on-premise stuff doesn't mean you'll know all of the skills will translate to um, the cloud but man oh we got a first timer Jerry Welcome, welcome, Jerry. Hope you enjoyed the live stream. It won't always be this cloudy, <laughs> but um, talking about cloud. Um, so yeah, we are in the we. If you were in the cloud, is we are in the cloud right now. Um, the cloud is just someone else's computer. CompTIA uh, Cloud Plus, no, don't do it. Um, I'm sorry. I, I I like CompTIA for some things. For most things, no. Uh, cloud Plus, no. Um, either go vendor specific or no, definitely go vendor specific. So. Uh, AWS Cloud Practitioner or the AZ900 on the Azure side. That's what you want to do. You'll learn everything you need to know about what cloud infrastructure is, along with learning about specific vendor-specific ways to use it. Even in my course on the AZ900, I went a little too far and let you do some hands-on labs, deploying virtual machines, deploying network devices, so it's fun. Um, anyways, Security Plus, yes, get it. Um, good for government clearance. Anything that gives you government clearance, um, or gets you closer to that goal is great. Whew. And Michael Montanez, I know I've seen you say it before, CompTIA does not support the right to repair, which mm. that's that's crazy that they don't because yeah, they teach you how to. They teach you how to. <laughs> Maybe it's going away. It's so vapey in here, I know. Whew. Whew. Anyways, guys, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Um, I'll be going live every single Monday and having videos throughout the week. And um, that's pretty much it. Um, any more questions for myself or Cameron, put them in the comments below after this video post and uh, I'll ask him to get back to you or I'll answer him. That's pretty much it. Uh, talk to you guys later. All right. Thank you guys.
Thank you.